It is time now for Around the Courts with Sean Fuster and Guest. <laughs> it's time to go Around the Courts with Sean Fuster on 5AA Breakfast. Good morning to you, Sean, and good morning to you, Daniel. Good morning. Uh, yes, I brought him along. Yes, we- we'll get to that maybe afterwards. You've got a, a special Just Lawful <laughs> announcement. We do, which is why he's here, looking fresh and terrific for anybody that's watching on the live stream. Chilling thought when I was told you're bringing in a guest for this segment. <laughs> for God, what's Who this going to be? be? Yeah. So many our, options. One of our favourite people serving a life sentence from previous <laughs> segments. <laughs> I said I brought Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good he's out. He's doing really well as well. <laughs> nice if, to find, if the parole nice board's to, listening, it's fine. Nice to finally get the invite to the breakfast show, Will. It, well, it's yeah. great to have you in here, Daniel. You do a wonderful job there on Just Lawful. Um, there's a big case that theoretically is going to start in a couple of weeks. Theoretically. Theoretically, I say, because it, um, there's a suggestion that there's... No evidence to get it started. Yeah, that no, that they did not see anything. Look, this is this is the case. I had to do it. This is the case of Anthony Dobson. And as much as I make light of these things, it is a very serious case. Anthony Dobson is accused of having terrorism documentation mm. and explosives instructions, which is something we're seeing far too much lately. Like it te- seems like every time we turn around, there's another young person either in the youth court or in their very early twenties charged with this. Dobson is allegedly another member of this SA Men's Health Club, which we've talked about on the show before, the neo-Nazi cell that operates here in South Australia. We've seen two members of their leadership, Duncan Crom and Jackson Pay, already get jailed. You may remember they were the ones that insisted that Hitler had led a completely bloodless coup. Mm. And their alleged leader, Cameron Brody Hall, is facing trial in January of next year. In between all of this is Mr Dobson, who is supposed to go to trial later this month. The other day he turned up in court with his lawyers and said, Your Honour, before we kick off, there's no evidence. There's no proof that our client is actually a member of the National Socialist Network. You've searched his house, you've searched his parents' house, you've searched the location he was at. Yes, you've found all this other information, but how is there any information that proves that he's a member of the NSN or of the SA Men's Health Club? And if you can't prove my client's a Nazi, why are we here? If that falls away, then you should throw out all the other evidence and there should be no trial. What what counts as membership? I presume they're not giving out laminated face ID cards. This has been a really difficult question for courts for a long time. Do you remember a few years ago we had Zainab Adiraman Khalif, the young woman that was accused of being a member of ISIS? Mm. They talked about it during there, and someone during that said, it's kind of like being, are you a member of the Adelaide Crows or are you a fan of the Adelaide Crows? Do you pay dues? Do you mm. have some sort of formal connection to the football club? Or do you turn up and do you watch the games? And the argument was legally, if you fall into the latter category, if you're a supporter of one of these causes, then you can't be considered a member and therefore you should be dealt with in a completely different way. That question is going to come up again in this. So do we even know what, what, I mean, presumably there was some evidence found to, to, to start the proceeding, to start the case. Do we know anything about? What was found yet? What we've heard in the other matters, and it, again, this is all connected to each other, there was a raid on 11 different properties mm. over in South Australia back in April of 2021, which led to all of this. And all of the information that we've heard so far from the other cases is that a lot of this information that they found was directed toward destroying infrastructure, power stations, disrupting public services, things like that. So the authorities are of the belief that whether or not something was being actively planned at that time, the NSN's offshoot here in South Australia, the SA Men's Health Club, was looking to gather together the information that would give them the capacity hmm. to somehow interrupt the power supply or do something to the state's infrastructure. Does the punishment change on the basis of your seniority within the organisation? So the, the, the people who are running it 
get jailed for longer than people who were just sort of the minions? That's a yes and no answer. The maximum penalty available at law doesn't change, seven years. Mm. But where you fall in that seven-year range, do you fall to the top end of the scale or the lower end of the scale, does come into that sort of thing. So in Crom and Pay's case, for example, both of them got roughly three years, and they're said to be mid-level to leadership member mm. level What's the test that determines at which point you cease being a Walter Mitty and daydreaming about being a party to these kind of stupid things and you act actively part of the planning to conduct them? That's a really difficult question. A few years ago, there was a case in the Supreme Court where two young men from the Riverland were accused of plotting a massacre at a major school, and that was eventually downgraded down to they were fantasising about it because they'd written things, they'd filled diaries with their Columbine-style dreams, but they hadn't actually not taken enough steps in the court's mind to go ahead and do something, which is why these laws have come in. It's why it's an offence to simply possess this material in the first place in order to try to get around that issue. It doesn't matter what you're intending to do with it. The crime is that you had it in the first place. Yeah, it's scary. Um, You've got a very exciting announcement to make for just lawful listeners. People tune in on Sunday nights, but indeed the, you've got a huge army of podcast uh, listeners as well. Um, they're going to be able to get to see you guys in person. They are indeed. Daniel, do you want to take it from here? Yeah, they are. We, uh, we've obviously done a number of speaking gigs, and uh, a few months ago we did, for the third time, Raising the Bar out at the Norwood Plain of St. Peter's Council, and off the back of that we had some conversations that evening, and we are announcing our very first live event of our own, November 1st, at the Norwood Concert Hall. So this will be you two sitting on the couches, people can go along, and what you can talk about a new case, or is this some case you've done before? Completely new case that hasn't been done on the show, and oh. the, the entire process is going to be interactive. So normally, in the show, I sit there and answer the questions that Daniel has. We're going to be presenting the information, then asking questions of the audience. We're going to have microphones out there to ask what you're thinking, you're feeling. Would you convict? Would you acquit? How are you feeling mm. about the defendant and the evidence well, at this point? I, I remember. Lisa, I'm not sure if you're around for this. I can't recall, but a number of years back, you, you, you did that live on the air with us. It was one of the most fascinating experiences mm. on Data. That's right. Because That's we're right. allowed to because it was a judge, judge uh, alone. A judge alone trial. So this will be a finalised trial, mm. finalised case, and we'll actually be turning the audience into the jury. Wow. What would you decide at this point? Are you recording it like a podcast app? Uh, we hadn't planned this one yet, Louise. We'll uh, see how we go. It might, might be tough getting people out in the audience running around with a microphone. Just We can answer, but just wait till we record it. We, we've but got, friend, can, we've got friends. They can do that. We, yeah, we, we, we've got runners, don't worry. We're not, doing all, we're not doing all the legwork, that's for sure. Excellent. But one of the most important parts of this for both of us is that, apart from the wonderful support of City of Norwood, Payneham and St Peter's and also everyone here at 5AA, the Zara Foundation for Domestic Violence Charities will be receiving part proceeds of all tickets sales. Oh, fantastic. So this event is actually going to support the Zara Foundation because we believe you know, we're two white guys that talk and, you know, that's a thing. But if we can give that platform to someone else, that's yeah. what we want to do. So come along, support the show, but more importantly, support the Zara Foundation. Get some money into that organisation for the great work that they do. How do you get tickets, Daniel? Uh, tickets will be on sale very shortly. We'll announce that. Stay tuned to our socials for that. Yeah. Also, uh, off the back of that as well, we will have some other advocacy partners coming on board. So over the next coming weeks, uh, keep uh, keep checking back in with us and our socials and we'll certainly have more information. So coming up very shortly, we are... A little bit excited and, and somehow going, so this is really happening. Well, <laughs> you know, you keep telling me that the Blues Brothers did it in 24 hours. Yeah, so we reckon yeah. we can pull it together in about six weeks. So. <laughs> yeah, you got a couple of months. You'll yeah, be right. yeah what could go wrong, Lucy? November, November the 1st. Have you ever been able to ask Sean a question that's truly stumped him yet? Oh, plenty. Yeah, right. Some of them What's even the on, secret? Some of them even on air. What's yeah. the secret? <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, there's, there's a few. You just uh, you just have to hang around him long enough to know uh, what yep. dark corners he does go in and the ones he doesn't. So this is why I don't bring him on breakfast. It's exactly this right. Is, I'm not I'm not awake enough yet for this. No, I think this is excellent. all will be revealed November the first at the Nord Concert Hall. We'll keep an eye on your socials for tickets. Thank you both for coming in this morning. Thank you. Thanks. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, six to nine, five double A breakfast.